Absolutely, absolutely. The smoothies were the right way to go, man. No, it was. The smoothie was the right way to go. Man, through the holiday season, the way I've been eating, I got to I got to do <laughs> I got to do something, though. It's good. I'm telling you. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I got I, to do something. Yeah, I appreciate y'all taking me to get a smoothie. Yeah, man. For set, sure. Set, set the tone off right. For sure, for sure, for sure. Good people, welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Derek. And listen, we got a treat for y'all today. We here. With the one and the only Chris from Good Trip Gallery. Welcome to the show, good brother. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us today, man. Um, so I want to give you some airspace. Introduce yourself to the people. Give us your social media handles and tell us about yourself. What's happening, everybody? My name is Christopher Evans with Good Trip Gallery in downtown Raleigh, 416 South McDowell Street. I'm an artist, entrepreneur, Businessman um, and hustler. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. And my Instagram is Good Trip Gallery, and it's Good Trip on every social media platform. Man, that's yeah. it. That's it. So, welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast, man. We're so glad to have you. And thank you uh, for having me. For sure, for sure. I want to launch this with a story because yeah. you know it, it very interesting, right? So, uh, we had our pre-production call. We were on the Zoom talking. I said, "Okay, great." So then Derek and I got invited to this event. We go to the event. We're sitting there. We're admiring the art. We're like, man, this looks really good in here. Yeah. So we're walking around, and the tag right next to it, I was like, wait a minute. This is Chris. This is Chris. This is right. Chris. So, Chris. We, so we was like, man. So we're walking around, looking at all the art, and it was just so great because we just spoken, I want to say, two or three days before the right. event. Went to this venue. Never been there before. No, nah, never been to it. And, and look at that. Fully populated, man. So And what did you say that those pieces were? I think you said it was in the... In the Nest. The Nest. The Nest, the nest yes. on Fayetteville Street. Yes. Yeah, yeah we took a photo with... Oh, man. With yeah. Where? We actually took a photo. I figured yeah. it got somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, man. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That means the timing was perfect. That's it what really I'm saying. It was. supposed it was. to happen. Confirmation. <laughs> right. Confirmation. 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 Yeah, man. So so that's awesome. So, you know, I know that you're, you're an artist, entrepreneur, hustler. So where's where's the the your favorite art medium? Or is it canvas? Is it graphic design? Where where do you like to create the most? Uh, I would say I don't think I have a favorite, but. I like to create whenever the vibe is right, whenever the the feeling hits me. So it could be mm-hmm. when I'm tattooing, it could be on skin, it could be me painting, doing a performing a live painting at an event, um, a mural out in public, um, or That's even dope. me drawing on the back of a receipt at a bar or a restaurant. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. so all of those things are Man. like. Per, uh, all my favorites, and that's how I met Chris too at a at an event where he was painting live. Um, Lenovo Small Evolve event, you were painting live right, there, right. and all your pictures was out there. They were just amazing. Well, thank so you. So that's why I was like, yeah, we had to get them on the show after that. It was just they were too good. Absolutely I appreciate yeah. it. Exactly. So the pursuit had to begin. Yeah, I didn't know you. So you also do tattoos? Yeah, I'm a, I tattoo full time and paint full time. Okay. Oh yeah. wow. That's yep. awesome. So I kind of bounce back and forth. I tattoo about four days out of the week by appointment only. And mm-hmm. then normally on those other days, I'm 
taking care of business stuff and running around doing painting events. Oh, wow. Got you, got you. And this is at the McDowell Street location. I tattoo at the McDowell Street at the gallery. And what was that address again? 416 South McDowell Street. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let them know where to go. If you're a fan of the show, y'all know I do that all the right, time. Exactly. You're going to hear that address at least two more times, y'all. So, <laughs> yeah, man. So we're going to get into our first segment. You know, something we like to have a lot of fun with. I cannot be convinced. I cannot be convinced. So, so what, are you, what you talking about, bro? So I cannot be convinced. We're going to take a position on something. Be something funny, lighthearted, you know, whatever's on your said, mind. That's crazy that you said that. I just did a painting this morning at one o'clock in the morning. And uh, I named it uh, The Hell You Talking About. Oh, I should have sure. bought, bought it with me. Too. You oh, should have brought it with, with you. you. Yo. The hell you talking about. The hell you yeah. talking about. That might be the name of the new segment right now. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Might have to rename it. Might have to rename it. Oh, man. yeah. I don't have a good picture of but Definitely got to show you. We might just change the name right, right now. Right, right. We might have to switch that up. But I cannot be Yo, that's fire. Oh, that's fire. Oh, let me see. I don't know if the people now they can't see it. But we going to try. But we going to try. The light might be in the way. Yeah, man, that's dope. That's dope. That is a picture, you know, the face somebody make when you say something out of pocket. You're like, oh. It's so accurate. Right. The hell you talking about? The hell you talking about, though? Exactly. I ain't got time to be right. playing with you right now. I know that's real. That's dope, bro. That's dope. I appreciate it. My bad. Amen. Oh, no, no, no. no that's the segment. No, that was absolutely what we needed. That's how man. we. That's, that's how this podcast works, man. Mm-hmm. We. You get into a wormhole, we'll jump from one to the other. So it don't matter. All bars. All the time. All bars, all the time. Straight freestyling out so here. So back right? to the segment, hell you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so boom. I got a lighthearted, funny one for y'all, right? It's thinking about childhood, right? We're going to talk about Kool-Aid for a minute. All right. So here's the thing. I'm going to need for folks to give me the metadata on the Kool-Aid. The data about data. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. What kind of Kool-Aid you got, Red? Listen, ma'am, sir, is it strawberry? Is it tropical punch? Is it cherry? That matters. You see what I'm saying? I need the metadata about the Kool-Aid. Now, it, is it going to stop me from drinking the Kool-Aid? Absolutely not, because it's going to hit regardless. Right. You see what I'm saying? And maybe the expert, you know, an analyst could look at it and differentiate the cherry hue from the tropical punch hue. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is more of a Pantone 117. Mm-hmm. This might be like a 275. Something. See, I ain't got that type of description. You see but what I'm saying? I thought it was understood in the community that red meant tropical punch. So I think that that yeah, I, I, I do agree punch. with that. Fruit, oh, right. see, but the thing punch. is, mess around and catch that cherry or that strawberry, it's still red. It still but I guess cherry. that could dovetail into we don't buy strawberry or cherry Kool-Aid. Maybe so. But I need the metadata on the Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's the takeaway from here. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's red, strawberry, tropical punch, something like that. So, you know, and growing up, now that I think about it, I drank a lot of the lemonade. Like, like I was, I was team lemonade with it. You know what I'm saying? I rock with the fruit punch and all of that. But yeah, that I was, reflected. I was always tropical punch. It was always tropical. I was punch. always tropical punch as a kid. Red, you mean? You mean red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Nobody, nobody said tropical punch. No, nobody yeah, you, said tropical punch. Too many yeah. syllables, man. Just say right, red. Right, red. What yeah. the hell you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. You still, I don't even drink, man. I can't remember last time I had a glass of Kool-Aid for real, for real. Same it's here. A minute. Same here. Yeah, I kind of grew out of it fast too, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was on Kool-Aid for a couple years and then it was sweet tea after that. Yep, yep. And now that is the beverage of choice. And now my wife is getting me into the unsweet tea. What? Something I thought would never happen. I drink hot tea a lot, especially during the wintertime. That's how it started. Okay. That's, that's how, how it started. started. It started with the warm tea and came the green tea mm-hmm. and came the warm green tea. Mm-hmm. And now... 
right now in the stage of of that, we're at half unsweet tea, half lemonade. And it's surprisingly good. Something I thought I'd really? never say. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. Man, look, funny, true story. I remember I used to, in college, I worked at a Staples, and uh, they were making an order for a food run. Somebody was going to McDonald's or something. Um, and the lady asked me who was taking the orders. She was like, what would you like? I said, oh, just give me a tea. And she, she was like, what kind? And I'm like, what you mean a tea? She was like, what kind of tea? I'm like, a tea. And then uh, my manager, <laughs> he interjected, because she's from New York. I forgot the lady who was taking the orders from New York. Mm. He was like, listen, this is the South. It's sweet tea when they say tea. There's no such thing as unsweet tea unless they got diabetes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, when we say tea... We, it means sweet tea. We don't right. un, we don't say unsweet unless That's you want unsweet. That's a fact. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> it was just it was fun to me when she did. It was like, yeah, nah, tea. What like, you mean? Tea? Like, like tea, ma'am. The hell you talking about? What you mean? It's only one tea. It's taking up life of its own. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you want to? Oh, uh, what, what you got for us? What y'all got for us? Oh, you, you want to go ahead? No, go ahead. I, I'll right. jump right in whatever y'all, whatever the next segment. Okay. Got you, got you. So we, so we gonna go around and see what everybody can't be convinced about. So, Derek, what you got for us today? Man, which one I want to get for today? Oh, you got a, you got selections, huh? Man, I always have selections, man, because yeah, it could be something that just hit me during the moment. It could be something that hit me the day before. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I need to write that down. Sometimes I forget to write it down. But uh, today's, I cannot be convinced. Let's see which one I want to take. I'm gonna take this one because it came on the other day. I cannot be convinced that. Friends is better than living single. Period. Friends is not better than living single. And I know that's not a hot, hot take. Some people, a lot of people feel that way. But as far as recon- recognizing. Mm. I've never I've never seen Friends. I so I couldn't know. compare it. But I two, watched. I oh, two damn, episodes. you're talking about the, the shows. The shows. The shows. Oh, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, having friends versus living by yourself. Mm. Oh. Damn. I can't be convinced living by myself is not better than living by friends either, though. <laughs> oh, damn, that's, that's definitely true. <laughs> um, either way. And living single. I've never seen Friends before. I've seen like Same. two episodes. Yeah, I've like, yeah, never watched five minutes of it before. Same. I've never seen it, but living single is so great. It was yeah, such a great show. And that was a great show. time. Class, right. it was a great time for it. For black sitcoms, yeah, you know we we as kids, TJF come on, you definitely have something to watch. Yeah, even did. UPN with the circle, the triangle, and the square was booming. We had the Steve Urkel show, and uh, oh, I forgot see, about that. It's, like, not, it's not real, like like it's real Kool Aid. It's the Steve Urkel show. It's not bro. Family it is matters. Family Matters, no, dog. It's not. No, it's not. <sighs> family Matters was good. Too, it's, the, it's the Steve Urkel show. If it weren't for Steve, that show wouldn't wouldn't have made it. We know. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. We I all mean, know you're that. not lying. You're not lying. But it's still Family Matters. Though. The Steve Urkel show. Too many syllables, bro. That's why they don't say fruit punch. That's why they, they say, say Michael Jackson in the Jackson Five. No, they say they say the Jackson Five. Yeah, till Michael broke out, then they said Michael Jackson. In the Jackson 5. <laughs> Steve Urkel broke out, so it's the Steve Urkel show. <laughs> I'm sorry, you rest of y'all in the background. Y'all lucky y'all got a job. <laughs> Be happy. This man is feeding y'all. <laughs> man, man. Oh, the memory flooding back. That was a great show. We for real though. Look, the show was so bad they dropped the kid. And nobody said nothing. Fam. <laughs> Come on. They dropped the kid from the show and Fam. nobody said nothing. Little buddy went upstairs and never came back. Right. <laughs> On what show was that? Family On Matters. Family Matters. Remember, it was three kids. It was Eddie, Laura, and uh, Judy. Judy. Yeah. And then yeah, Judy went exactly. upstairs one episode and never, <laughs> never came, came back. back. They just Judy? Yeah, the yeah. little, she was a little girl. She was probably about what? 10? Yeah, probably something 10 like or that? something on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah one episode she went upstairs, everything was cool. You just never saw Judy again. Damn, that's crazy. 
Right. They, Never even thought they just write stuff out. Yeah, they just wrote it out. That's how boring the show was, though. They could just write it out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Before Steve Urkel came, the show was trash. That's true. It was trash. He was he was supposed to be there just for like a couple episodes, and then the mm. ratings came back, and they made him a full time cast mm. member to know he is the cast member. I didn't know that. Right? Yeah, that's how it was. It was never Steve Urkel was supposed to be. It was based and written according to him. Mm-hmm. It was like the first. If you watch the first season, I think like the first five to six episodes, he's not even in there. Mm. Then they just decided to write in an annoying neighbor that got a crush on Laura, and that was and it. And that was it. Took off from there. Took off. You said, this is my show now. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell you talking about? What the hell you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. So, good people, we are here with Chris from Good Trip Gallery. Dope artist, entrepreneur, hustler, does a little bit of everything, right? Tattoos, art on canvas, everywhere, everywhere. How can we find your social media one more time? Good Trip Gallery mm. on Instagram and Good Trip on all other social media platforms. That's it. That's it. And the website is www.goodtripgallery.com. Awesome. Question about the tattoo. So you're a tattoo artist. Do you make your own tattoos and have someone do it for you? I mean, obviously you do. I mean, but like how do you select your tattoo artist as a tattoo artist? Um, Well, I've done a lot of them myself. I'm oh, left-handed, yeah. so yeah, a lot oh, of them. Okay. My right arm, I've done myself. My stomach, oh, my okay. chest, I've done a bunch of them. But when I'm selecting other artists to do them, I check their portfolio out. Yeah. Their their work is clean. If it's dope, if it's like a style I'm looking for, mm-hmm. I I book them. Yeah, so it's not like a long hard process for me. I I can look at somebody's work. See if they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. you say you did it on your stomach, it I, my, visually it made me seem like you just like this, like this, just. <laughs> That's yeah, I did. I tattooed <laughs> like it's surgery or something. Like <laughs> I tattooed my stomach when I was living with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, one Wednesday night, she went to Bible study, and as soon as she left out, I tattooed my last name across my whole stomach while she was going to Bible study. Mm. Oh man, yeah. Cleaned up real quick before she came back. <laughs> <laughs> Hope she don't listen to this. <laughs> man, that's something. See, how, how many years ago was that? Man, that was probably 15 years ago, 14, 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's dope. Got it done, put the stuff up. Yeah. Clean at the dinner up. table, at the dinner table before you even knew it. Exactly. <laughs> Lee, you got any tattoos? Yeah, I got two. I got one on each shoulder. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, I got... Just one little one. I hate needles. So I'm like, I'm just imagining you doing that. And my, my thought went to pain and suffering in my mind. <laughs> just, uh, it, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. No. Yeah, some people, it's just like, it's nothing to them. But to me, I don't know. No, they do hurt. Yeah, All right. of them hurt. Yeah. But it's not like a unbearable where you're going to like die. Right. Right. Yeah. right. You kind of get through it. Yeah, because you're right. They do hurt for sure. Yeah. And But I've been seeing people using this numbing cream situation. Does that affect the actual pin? Like... Have you ever used it before? Yeah, I use a lot of different numbing creams. It uh, mm-hmm. it changes the texture of the skin and how the needle glides across the skin and mm-hmm. how the uh, ink cleans off the skin and stuff like that. But as far as the tattoo process, the, the artwork of it, it doesn't really. It's the same. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Gotcha. It just, I mean, it keeps the client still long. Right. You know? Right. So I'm right. not a huge fan of numbing cream, but I'll use it if the client brings it. Got you, got you. Yeah, I could imagine 
first of all, you know, you're talking to a man who loves and appreciates art, but I can't draw a circle. Right. So, 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 you know, hey, listen, I'll give you a nice crooked square, dog. You can be kind of lopsided. So I've always been interested in stuff like that. So when you're tattooing someone, like, they're moving, they're antsy, they're squirming, they're kind of, I can imagine that happens sometimes. How do you keep them calm? Like, how do you, you know, you get someone who's truly nervous, but they really want a tattoo. How do you get them from that space of anxiety to the space of comfort in route to your creation? Um, well, at this point in my career, people like know who I am before I, they're actually sitting in my chair. They looked at my work. They booked me. They waited to come in for their appointment. Uh, we've had a consult. They came in and made deposits. Like we've seen each other a few times and mm -hmm. I only do large scale black and gray pieces. So the clients that I'm tattooing now normally are used to tattoos. Mm. Or, you know, they're kind of veterans and uh, collecting tattoos. But back in the day, whenever I was doing first timers, mm -hmm. um, I guess the best, I mean, really the best way to get people to calm down back then was like, by any means. So it might, right. be, <laughs> it might be a shot of liquor. It might, they yeah. might have to go outside and smoke some or <laughs> right. uh, whatever their thing is to calm themselves but mm -hmm. I think if the person trusts the artist and trusts the vibe so of true. where they're at it you know they kind of will calm down and be still mm -hmm. for you right. but if they see that you're not sure in yourself then they're going to be a little more fidgety and just as nervous as you are really right so right. I, I kind of figured that out early early on mm -hmm. in the game so um I think I'm pretty good at making people feel comfortable. Oh, that's pretty yeah. dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Armor with the Intel up front, consoles, deposits. And then they have skin in the game, right? Exactly. So, right. you know, they're they're much more apt to be cooperative. Exactly. And it's building rapport. They see you that many times, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. what's the, well, I guess it's a two-fold question. What's the craziest tattoo you think? Like something you'd be like, huh, this is different. And also how long did it take you for the longest tattoo you've done? craziest tattoo I don't know I, I don't know how to answer that question people ask me that all the time okay. but cause none of them are crazy to me okay. I'm an artist too so I'm a little strange yeah. too so uh, I mean I've done every place on a person you can think of, every place on a female you can think of mm -hmm. and probably everything you can think of I've tattooed whether it's an animal or a portrait or Flowers, I've, I've tattooed everything. Done it all. Yeah. So, uh, are they all usually typically uh, um, emotionally attached to, for those people? Why they do it? Why they selecting those? Or it's just artistic form or both? Both. So, yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. um, if people will come in because they lost family members, yeah. so I'm doing memorial pieces, or it might be a uh, couples getting tattoos for their kids. And then other times I'll have people come in and book me to, for me to be, you know, ex I can express myself freely and do my own artwork on them. Oh, wow. So they'll just give me somewhere to start and let me kind of flow, kind of how I paint. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy those. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's different every single appointment. I never know what's going to happen. Same way I was telling you about this podcast, how I didn't want to prepare for it right? mm -hmm. or like have any expectation. I tattoo the same exact way. Yeah. Be in the moment. No, that sounds kind of scary, but 
I don't like to know what's going to happen until my machine comes on, almost. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's something, too, that though, it's, it's funny. I'm, I was just finished reading up a book called um, Walking, Calling the Unknown, um, The Moth Percents. Um, I forget the name of the... It's a kind of like a company that does it. It's a collective. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a lot of stories about people just staying present and like not trying to prepare too much because you over-prepare, you overthink. Now you just go into a situation trying to curate the whole thing piece by piece where instead of just letting it naturally flow, like you know who you are, you know what you're doing, you know what you're here to talk about. Just go in there, be yourself, be your personality, be present, right? Mm-hmm. like you said. Because when you do that, it's honestly, you're just stressing yourself out anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you're just stressing mm-hmm. yourself out. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically what it is. Right. I try to do as few things that's going to add stress to, to my life. And I know, like you said, if I mm-hmm. have all these unnecessary expectations going into something, mm-hmm. then it's just going to like build up stress. Right. Yeah. You end up creating scenarios in your head. Yeah. Like, I'll say this, and then this person going to say that, and then this going to this, this. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you, just, you just, right. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just, just let it roll. Then man. you have all those calories for something that may or may not even happen. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Just come in and, and like you said, we watch this hyper-preparation kind of thing. Because that mm-hmm. seems like that was something that was going on real heavy in the 90s and 2000s. You want to be prepared for every single scenario and every single situation. And then as you grow, when you have some experience, you realize – the preparation was already in you. Like you, you, you know what to do, right? right? You, you know what you're doing, you know what to do. And to me, a, a true craftsman or a craftsperson, craftsman, craftswoman, like they have enough talent and knowledge to guide through whatever scenario they're at at the moment. Right. That doesn't mean that they can't adapt and they can't change and pivot. What that means here is, you know, I've spent 30,000 hours of my life from the day I started to now perfecting this. Mm-hmm. One of my good friends, Chris, shout out to S10. He always says, oh, my, my other homeboy, Chris, he always says, um, how, how does he say it? It's, I spent 20 years learning how to do this in five minutes. So you're paying for the 20 years, not the five minutes. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? Like it might right. take another artist, you know, four days to do this. I can do it in one, but I spent 20 days being able to do it and provide this level of quality to you in one day. You're paying for the 20 years, you're not paying for the one. Right, right. So, like, that really kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 my homeboy, he's a man of a few words. He don't really do a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. But when he talk, like, like you be listening, like, yeah, that, yeah, he right. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he right. And then he might not say nothing else for thirty minutes. <laughs> be chilling. All right, cool. Well, you know, be back to chilling. You know, you're right about it though, because what it back to like you were saying, you over prepare, you over prep, and it's like when you walk into there, you so worried about what you're walking into instead of what you're walking in with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and, and your like with your mm-hmm. skill set, it really is. Say that again. You so worried about what you walking into that you not focus on what you walking in with. The reason mm-hmm. why you in there is because of your skill set and your talent. That's why you in that room in the first place. So why are you getting so worked up? You know what you there for. Right. You know the skill set you got. Focus by what you coming in with instead of what you walking into. Because you walking into it because of what you cut, what you got. Right. Right. That's hard. <laughs> oh yeah, take your time, good brother. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah, that's a bar right there. Oh, that's real though. Like I, I've done. Man, that's a bar right there. Oh, you know the kind of stuff we do sometimes. You know. Yeah. Interviews, work meetings, presentations. Good gracious, man! You work yourself up so much. It's like, hold on, man. I'm I'm up here for a reason though. Yeah, they like, call. They they they. I'm here because they want because I'm supposed to be here because you of the skills. Called me right in here. Like like, and that's what I tell my engineers. I'm like, yo, like. I understand this is tough and it's hard, it's difficult, but they called you. Right. Since they called you, you were in control. You run the show. 
They right. called you. But I like the way you put it better. That was real smooth. I like that. <laughs> that was hard. Uh, appreciate I like that. Appreciate it. That joke was tough. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, oh, yeah. And let me let's shout our own stuff out. You can find us on at B-Bread Podcast for our listeners out there. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us here. The Bacon Bread, the Breaking Bread Podcast, at B-Bread Podcast, the letter B, then a second B-R-E-A-D Podcast bars. So, uh, we out here. Once again, with Chris from Good Trip Gallery. First, I love the logo on the hoodie, dog. Yeah, can we talk about the logo? That <laughs> that's, that's, tough, that's, that's tough, man. Thank you. So, yes, Good Trip Gallery and the logo Slide is... Slide to the right for me a little bit so we can get in the camera. There we go. There we go. go. Yeah. There we go. The logo is a uh, light bulb with a brain inside. And it's basically uh, portraying like a new thought or a new idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, to put it simple, just to think... Um, so it's uh, like just a creative idea, just a, a pro- progression, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love what it represents. I, I want a shirt with that logo now. Absolutely. <laughs> For real. Absolutely. Got, you got, got the merch on the, on the site? I got one outside of my truck. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. I'm that's even better. I'm buying one out the trunk. Uh, yeah, right, right. Straight, Master P. Straight, right. <laughs> Master P. straight out the trunk. Right. And for those out here, he probably got it on the website. Where can we find the website? Goodtripgallery.com. And Be yes, here. all the t-shirts and zip-up hoodies on the website, small through double X. We like it. We yeah. like it. Yeah, so, you know, we get ours about the trunk, but... Y'all can get y'all through the mail. Hit the website, right. man. <laughs> Hit the website. Hit the website. So talk to me about the live painting. I've been, I have been. I didn't get a chance to witness it. I know oh, you said yeah. you saw it. Oh, yeah. How does that kind of work? In my mind, it's like, okay, well, we're going to commission you to come out here for this block of time. Here's your tool set. Do you have guidance on what you're going to paint? Do you have requests? Is it just something that you're just freestyling during the event? Kind of walk us through that. So it's different every time. Uh, I, do, I perform a lot of live paintings at diff- all different types of events from uh, baby showers to mm. uh, homecomings to I did one for uh, Sigma Gamma Rho, their 100-year anniversary in Indianapolis mm-hmm. uh, this, oh, past, this June. past June. Yep. Yeah, so I, I, I did a live painting there. Um, I, I'm doing live paintings almost every week, so they're mm. – Anywhere from a small bar where it's five or six people in there, you might catch me painting, to uh, in a convention center or at a huge event somewhere. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's always different. I, I do real estate events, weddings, uh, baby showers, uh, grand openings. Man, that's great. Yeah. So, how, so, how do you how do you get these events? Like you know, just building your your network out, or you know. So like, they, they just be able to do the National Cinema Gamma Road um, event is they, you know major. Like, it, it ain't yeah, that was a, a ma- that was the biggest audience I ever painted in front of. I think that was over five thousand people I was painting wow. in front of yeah. for almost an hour. So it was a uh, that connection was made through Brian Dawson. Yeah, Brian. I met Brian Dawson years back, and he's been you know throwing me licks left and right. So. I definitely shout out to him. He's mm-hmm. a dope dude. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's different ways every time. So it, a lot of it is word of mouth. But then also every week still I'm mm-hmm. reaching out to people, restaurants, bars, clubs. Um, even yesterday we were reaching out to places in Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, setting up live paintings, pop-ups. So it's, it's a lot of legwork. 
and basically going into places, meeting the owners, shaking their hands, mm-hmm. telling them what I do, and asking them if I can paint. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes I'm painting for free. Sometimes I'm booked, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes this might be illegal. But uh, <laughs> I, I try to keep keep it pushing. That's it. Pushing my brand, yeah. That's it, man. That's dope. And shout out to Brian Dawson. I don't know Brian Dawson at all, but he was the voice of my childhood. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, he was the voice of my childhood. Growing up in this area, like 97.5, I listened to that man every day. For as long <laughs> as I can remember. Yeah, I still seriously. being in my mama's navy blue 92 Toyota Camry right, right. now, <laughs> listening to Brian Dawson riding around the city. And he's still here. And I love what he does for the community. Shout out to Brian Dawson. Hope to meet you soon, good brother. But, like, I think that's really dope. And so what I'm hearing you say is community, right? You know, you have someone who knows people. That's one side. You're still putting the feet to pavement to shake hands and interface. That's another side. Then the talent is speaking for itself. And it's creating that network of uh, opportunity for you and the brand. So I think that's really good. If you had advice. So let's say someone's up and coming, right? There's a sophomore, junior in high school or eighth grade or something like that. Loves art. Want to get started. Where would you recommend they start? Let's say they want to get into canvas painting. I want to do paintings. Is it a, is it buy the materials and create? Is it sketch first? Is it find a routine? What piece of advice do you give someone trying to get off the ground? Well, I, I think it would be different for everybody, depending on, like, what direction they're trying to go. Mm-hmm. I mean— I didn't like I didn't start painting to own a gallery mm-hmm. and you know to do what I'm doing now. It was just a passion of mine. It was something that not that I like cut out time to do. It was like I just I had to do it. I had mm-hmm. to create, I mm-hmm. had to paint. Like when I would get off work, I would be painting or creating something until I couldn't keep my eyes open. Then when I get up, I'm doing it again. So it just it was a passion of mine and I think if somebody is a sophomore or junior in high school and they have a passion in something, if they follow that passion and put the work in, like the lane that it's supposed to be in is, is going to happen. It's going to mm-hmm. create itself. Like you said, the preparation is already in you. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's going to create itself. And, you know, I don't think there's advice I could give somebody because I don't know what their passion is. Mm-hmm. So and that's fair. So it sounds yeah. like, Trust the process. That's what he's saying. Yeah, it sounds like follow the passion. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, the, the the passion will guide you. Right, right. And the- and I think too, a lot of people think, and I'm sure you y'all probably get the same thing. But a lot of people think things just happen overnight. Good gracious, yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so yeah, you, I mean, you gotta you gotta work hard. You gotta put the work in. Like I'm, this is my 18th year doing this, right. and I'm still I still seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't take days off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, unless I'm on vacation. Right. But if right. I'm in town, I'm working. Working. Right. right. It's, it's Sunday now. Right. That's right. So, yeah, so it's like, I mean, right. you get so what you, you get out, what you put into it. Exactly. You got to get it how you live. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to be ready to make that adjustment. Like, right. like normally you do X, but mm-hmm. sometimes you got to make a reasonable exception. We're going to do it this time, this time. We're going to do it this way, this time mm-hmm. to, to, to make it flow and Long story short, young people, follow your passion. You know, it and walk into the unknown. That's what Chris saying. Walk out there. Do it. Yeah, like, like, exactly. you know, do it. You love art, you love whatever, whatever it is. And I think that's one of the reasons why we we started this, right? Is to one, it's for that inspirational side. For people to say, 
well, what, what do I do? Because sometimes you got to get out your own way. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you're so worried about what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I do something and someone doesn't like it? What if I use the wrong color here, this and that and the third? But all of those cycles could have been spent putting brush to canvas or pen to paper or voice to microphone or whatever you're trying yeah. to do. Um, because at the end of the day, man, the market is going to decide. The market is going to decide what's hot, what they like, what they're going to pay for, how they're going to do it. It ain't even about that sometimes. It's like if, if you have a passion for it, create something because it's therapeutic, you enjoy to do it, and you just put it out there. You're going to find your community. Mm-hmm. It's like you like Janae Aiko. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. You part of you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't yeah, saying you're part of community, but you know what I'm saying? Like right, right. It's not that she trash. It's something for everybody. It's something for everybody though. Yep. That's what I'm saying. She created the stuff that she liked, and to me, it sounds like elevator music. To you, it sounds like something different. It, it sounds different. Janae, dope though. She got some good songs. I'm just like overall, I'm not a big fan of her, but of her music. You know what I'm saying? But again, you create what you want to create, and you love it. As long as you love it and put it out there, people are gonna see it for authentic, and the people that likes that stuff mm-hmm. are, gonna, are gonna come to you because yeah, water it's finds its level. Yeah, it's gonna find its level. But if you're trying to do stuff and you're making stuff thinking about trying to capture someone, then you're doing it the wrong way. You always chasing. Yeah, because you're chasing the person, and not the dream. Right. You you might want to be a social media influencer, but what? But for what? Like, what are you chasing though? Now you're chasing views and not the actual content you want to create. So what's the content you want to create and just create? Yeah, create, create, right. and put it out there it is, right, right. to become that social media right. influencer. And versus, then, I need this account or I need this person. It's this is what I'm doing. This is what it is. Right. And the market's gonna decide. Right. Like the community will decide. That's dope. That's dope, man. So we here. Next segment, we got we got two more segments going in, man. We about to have some fun with this. And we gonna get to some food <laughs> because clearly we like to eat. The holidays are coming up, and yeah. um. So we call this next segment Two Shots and One. So what we're going to do, we got a couple questions for you, Chris. Uh, the first one is, let me paint the scene, set the scene, right? It's been, it's been a long day. You've been working all day, painting, you know what I'm saying, done some dope tats, driving to the house. And you're like, you know what? It's been a long day. You know, I, I think I want something that's really going, you know, put me in a good spot. What's that one place that you would think of to be like, yeah, I'm going to pick something up from this spot, go home, relax, chill, and it's really going to rejuvenate. The number one go-to spot after a long day. It could be any meal, too. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been going to this spot called Rye Southern Kitchen Rye Southern on uh, Fayetteville Street. Okay. So uh, it's actually the Marriott, downtown Marriott restaurant, mm-hmm. hotel restaurant. But I'm a vegetarian, but they got a real good veggie burger there. So mm-hmm. that's just real quick and easy for me to grab. Oh, that's Veggie dope. burger and some fries. I shouldn't eat it as much as I do, but (laughs) how long you been vegetarian? uh, I think it's been like five years. Whenever that "What the Health" documentary came out, okay. Mm. So however long ago that was, that documentary. Did you see his one? um, Not "What the Health." I'm sorry, I'm thinking of "Super Size Me." Oh, "Super Size Me." But uh, "What the Health"? They're all in the same toy. But the dude who did "Super Size Me" also did one about um, the chicken industry called "Bit Chicken." Man. The reason why it didn't get come out because he has some controversy in his personal life because it was supposed to come out of this big billboard movie thing, uh-huh. but then it just got released on YouTube, the actual film itself. And it's, it's him opening a chicken restaurant to sell chicken sandwiches and things like that and showing the hoops and stuff you have to you have to go through just to even get chickens to be part of the chicken industry. It's it's crazy. Really? It's 
crazy. It's it's I want to watch it. It's called wow. yeah, it's, yeah. Check it out on YouTube. It's really good to procure the actual chicken. Just to procure to get chickens. Real so how do you, so how are these cats in Justin County got all them chickens? So here's the thing: a lot of them are own. Um, they're subsidiaries or franchisees of say Purdue Chicken mm. or one of these. Chicken so you got to run through those channels, run, channel yeah, partners. Yeah, so you get exactly, exactly. It's the same thing. Same right? thing. Same thing. You know, you got to go through a channel. You just can't go like, hey man, can I buy a dozen chickens from you? Hold, hold, all these are Purdue chickens. What you mean? You know, we just leasing these. Chickens. Just leasing these chickens. It's, it's, it's wild. Wow. It was wild. It was wild. wild. And the one dude that actually helped him and got him set up was uh, I forgot what company, um, which bit chicken company he was with, but they kind of like. Black, blackballed him out because mm. of what he was doing. Him him yeah, it was crazy, man. It's a it's a great documentary to see really how the food industry really is all over. Right. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Big chicken. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. Boom. So next question on two shots and one. It's a variation of one of the earlier questions I'm gonna hit you <laughs> with. because uh, I'm I'm really I've always wondered about this with the tattoo artist space. What's the most memorable piece you remember doing? Like like what piece stands out in your mind? Like I just remember this piece. Tattooing or yeah. paint? Or paint. Let's do both. Let's do the tat side and All the right. paint side. There's a lot of tattoos. You yeah, have done a lot yeah. of paint. Yeah, <laughs> I've done so many tattoos. I mean, really, honestly, the only one I can really think about is the last one I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, like a mandala, uh, paisley type flower, um, half sleeve on a guy's forearm that mm-hmm. I did two days ago. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the one that's standing out to me. That's like I always say my favorite one is the last one I've done. So mm-hmm. um yeah, that's the one that stands out as far as the tattoo and the painting. I have a piece hanging in the gallery called Our Roots. Mm-hmm. And it's a woman with a red veil over her head and over her face I painted the, the woman is painted in like black and gray monotones. And over her face is the continent of Africa. I painted right on top of her face in all different colors mm. to kind of like signify that all colors or all people come from Africa. All of them. Yeah, so that's why. Every one it. of them. That's why I named it Our Roots. Mm-hmm. I was inspired to do that piece when I came back from Africa in 2016. I went to Zambia for two weeks. Oh, wow. Tell around. us about that. Oh, that was amazing. I went with uh, my my friend David and his wife, they had a nonprofit called Love Abounds. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure they still have it. And we went over to Africa to do some development work. Well, I went along with them and helped them out. And it was definitely life changing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was. That is yeah. awesome, man. Like, I, I would love to get over to Africa. Same. I have a friend that goes all the time, he goes to Ghana a lot. And I, I, I am interested in getting out there. I just got to make it happen. Wake yeah. up one day, boom, tickets booked. And that's the th- that's the key. Once you book the airline tickets. Yeah, once you book them tickets, dog. Done. Like, yeah. like you, you, you'll figure out everything else that later. Right. The lodging and all that. But and don't buy no insurance. <laughs> just, just book it. Just, just book it and ride. Just book it. Yeah. Just book it and ride. Man, that's dope. That that's is so dope. true, though. Once you get them plane tickets, like, okay, this is official now. Yeah, you locked in because that yeah. plane ain't stopping, man. No, nah, that plane ain't stopping. You you own it or yeah. not. Yeah, Mr. Greg said he's taking off at 5.05 <laughs> p.m. Eastern Standard Time, whether you own it or not. So Delta and Mr. Greg finna get right up off this right up off this ground. Yeah, y'all gotta go, man. Y'all gotta break some bread and uh, breaking bread goes to Africa. Right. 
That's what we need. That's what we need. We can do it. I'm saying. That's what we need. Hey, listen, I got the passport and at the crib right now. Ready. Ready. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, Chris, good trip gallery. One more time. How can we find you? All social media platforms, good trip. Um, Instagram is good trip gallery. Website is goodtripgallery.com. Um, located 416 South McDowell Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Storefront waiting for y'all. So you can go in, browse. And that sounds like a dope schema. Yeah. We got tats going on over here. We got art. We got we got arts of all forms right. at the storefront. So, man, that's awesome. Right now, we're in the last leg of Two Shots and One. So the third question in this segment here is, what's your favorite brunch spot? Um, Tupelo Honey. Tupelo Honey. And mm-hmm. yeah. Cameron Village. Yep. Yeah, a lot of love for got, Tupelo. Yeah, they got this uh, grits bowl that I love there with potatoes and eggs mm-hmm. and peppers and stuff in it. Gotcha, gotcha. They got those good crispy potatoes too, man. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> little crackling. Yeah, potatoes, yeah, sure. yeah, those crispy potatoes give for me the every win. Time. Yeah, For the win. For the win. I can't lose weight because of them. <laughs> brother, brother. Yes. <laughs> I've been on a weight loss journey for a little over a year now. And and this year, I'm going to be smart about it. Christmas is coming. The holidays mm-hmm. are coming. I'm going to just hang up the jersey for it. I Last year I was doing the whole, yeah, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to be good this and the third. And them oxtails came out. <laughs> Everything I do in the bro. So Everything. this year, I'm going to be more disciplined on the lead up, you take a little it. vacation, do what I need to do, and then get right back on right. it. I, I think that's how I'm going to play it this year. It's, it's always tough during the holiday season. Thanksgiving. First of all, a friend, Friendsgiving. Yep. Then Thanksgiving. Then you got Christmas parties. You, you got several of those you go to. Mm-hmm. Then Christmas. It's, like, it's just so much food, it's man. It's so much, man. It's, it's hard for anyone to... Maintain during that time. I know that's real. I know that's real. Mm. And I don't I'm, fight it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't I fighting fight, this shit. I don't fight it either. It's just like I'm at the party. I just I try to make a smaller plate. That's that's the best I can do for you. But I, I am going to eat it. Right. You better do me because I ain't do none of that, bro. <laughs> Listen, the pot come off that turnip salad and the mocktails. It's a wrap. <laughs> just go ahead, plate same size plate, regular plate. We'll deal with it later, and be on that Peloton ready to crowd. Right. I deal with my own consequences. Hey, <laughs> right you know what I'm saying? I accept this. I know what I'm doing. Be like, this sweat kind of thick. Why this sweat so thick? <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be this thick. Like it, this ain't the normal consistency. You feel me? That's that oxtail. That's that oxtail, that oxtail out. gravy coming out you right there. <laughs> you feel me? Oh man. Oh man. So, Chris, man, it's been definitely been a pleasure. So I understand you got some pieces for us as well that you want us to to display to the people. We'd love to see it if you got something. Yeah, I got. I got. Four or five pieces in the truck I can bring in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and grab those because we definitely want the people to see those. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Chris, we're good trip. So, now we're getting into a part of the show, one of our favorite parts. It's called BPE, Big Positive Energy, right? So, this is how this is going to work. For 60 seconds or longer, you are now the host of the show. So, we're going to be the hype man. And this is your segment to talk about what you're happy about, what you're proud of in your business and any facet of life, Right. And this is kind of yourself giving the people the energy. Shout out the brand. Shout out how they can find you. And we're going to be the hype man, right? We're going to take this back to, to, to 94 with the 36 right. Chambers out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So look, the Breaking Bread Podcast, we out here with Chris from Good Trip Gallery. We're going to pass it over to you. BPE, it's up. Chris, the show is yours. What you proud of, man? What you got for us? What's happening, y'all? It's uh, Chris with Good Trip Gallery, 416 South McDowell Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Storefront. Come- Come in and see the gallery. Uh, we're open from Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 6.30 p.m. Uh, we also participate in First Friday events every first Friday of the month from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. 
where it's an open art showcase where we feature a different artist every single month. I'm performing a live painting along with the featured artist every first Friday. It's a free event, free food, free drinks, and it's a dope vibe. So if you can make it to a first Friday, please come out. Yes, sir. That's dope. That's dope. dope. That's dope. It's still yours. What else you got for us? Proud of yeah, anything. Proud of give us all the good news. I'm proud of I'm proud of every opportunity, even being on this Breaking Bread podcast. Appreciate every client that I have, everybody that supports me, all of my followers on Instagram, uh, Twitter, all social media platforms. That uh, everybody that ever liked my post, my stories, that uh, told me I was doing a good job. I'm proud of all of that. Uh, anybody that collects my artwork, anybody that's saving up to collect my artwork, I'm proud of, proud of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the connections I made through art, all of the networking and mm-hmm. all of the rooms that I've been able to get in just for me doing what I love. That's mm. uh, a bar. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm proud of, like, everything. Man, that's yeah. awesome. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's dope, too, because like you said, the community, because it's always good when people just genuinely just happy for you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, they see you doing well, and they're just happy for you, not because they're trying to get something out of it or see how they can leverage their ways. Like, man, I'm, I'm glad and happy for him because he really saw that through, and he on the other side of it. Yeah, and, my, uh, and I forgot to say this, my family. I have a super supportive family, my mom, my pops. That's awesome. All my brothers and sisters. Um, yeah, I have a huge family in Wake County, and they all support me in a big man, way. Man, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Love the support, man. Love the support. Sure. Love to hear it, man. So, you know, with that, we we came here, people. We gave y'all the good news. What what have we learned today? A, we, we learned that we about to rename the segment. What the hell are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So we got to go to the yeah, boardroom. Like, oh, yeah. That. yeah. Change that up. You know what I'm saying? Sponsored by Inspired, Good Trip Gallery. Inspired by Good Trip Gallery. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We learned that. Follow your passions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You go in here and and know that you are enough. That's really the message behind all of this. More than enough. Yeah. Yeah, they called they called you. They called you, homie. They called you. They wanted you to be there at two o'clock. Right? right? So bring what you brought. And I like when you said the preparation is already in you. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Because they called you. And they know what's in there because they called you. Because right. if you didn't know it was in there and they didn't either, they wouldn't have called you. Right. So they called you. So act like they called you. Right. Like, There's nothing wrong with being confident, man. Yeah, you gotta believe, bro. <laughs> no, right. It's different between confident and cocky. Exactly. Exactly. You got to believe. Right. And when you get into these rooms, bring people with you. Right. That's that's the biggest thing I wanted to kind of get off today is, you know, when you surround yourself with good people and you get somewhere, bring your folks with you. Right. Connect these people. We're, it's all a network out here. Right. And they are looking for you and your talent. Right. You know what I mean? I'm talking to all of you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to Chris. I'm mm-hmm. talking to all our listeners, followers, fans. Mm-hmm. You got it. Like it's, it's there. It's right. in you right now. Once you find it, use it. And once you use it, watch it grow. Right. Watch it grow. That's it, good people. So we've had a ball with y'all today on the Breaking Bread Podcast. Y'all be safe. Follow us at Be Bread Podcast. Please do. Please do. I said Twitter. Not Twitter. TikTok. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instagram. Mm -hmm. YouTube. Mm -hmm. All of it. All of it. All of it. And we're answering DMs too. So y'all got questions. Y'all want to see something. You know, oh, I like to see Somebody y'all might want to see on the show, y'all. I'll let us. Holla at us. And then we're here with Chris. And one more time, the last one. See, I like to tell the guests up front, you're going to hear this a bunch of times. Right. So this is the last one, good brother. Send us out of here. How can they find you? 
I'm Chris with Good Trip Gallery. Yes, sir. 416 South McDowell Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, Good Trip Gallery on all social media platforms. www.goodtripgallery.com to order all artwork, all merch, and see upcoming events. Also, I forgot to say that I'm having a New Year's Eve creative bash Mm. on December 31st from 9 p.m. to 1 in the morning. Um, Tickets are available on Eventbrite, and it's going to be a 13 artists all creating inside the gallery at one time. Oh, wow. It's going to be an open bar, food, and... It's just going to be a, a a creative, a big creative bash experience. Dope vibe. If you've never been in a room with this many uh, painters and just young creatives going at it at one time, you want to be in the building on New Year's Eve, mm. December 31st from 9 p.m. to 1 in the morning. Oh, man. We're, that's bring, we're bringing in the New Year's in a creative way. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Sounds like it needs to be on some merch. Speaking of merch, we out of here because we got to get to the trunk to get some of this Good Trip merch. Good people will holler at (laughs) y'all. We out of here breaking bread. It was good to see y'all. Y'all have a good one. Take care. Thank you. Peace. Peace.